I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, January 19th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Big news for all the nostalgia folks out there, Jay. Hudson's Bay is opening up 25 Zeller's locations. Yes, you heard that right. Zeller's locations this year across seven provinces. And in case you were wondering, it looks like the beloved mascot Zeddy the Teddy is back. Now, Jay, I don't even know. Do you have any memories of Zeller's? Are you even familiar with what Zeller's is? I know what Zeller's is. <laughs> Ironically, there's still an empty Zeller's at Bloor and Dundas next to a grocery store there because no free plugs. But it looks like they could just move right back in. Is that what they're going to do? Honestly, that's a great point you make. I believe at Cloverdale Mall, which is the Zeller's that I grew up around, that is now turned into a large-scale vaccination center for the city of Toronto, who I imagine will also be vacating it very soon. And so those are two prime locations that they can simply move right back into and get back up and running. I have many good memories from Zeller's. You know, I remember in particular that they had this great restaurant. Many of them had restaurants in them, surprisingly. And it was like a diner-style restaurant, but they would offer either free or very low-priced milk and cookies deal for kids that I would go to get with my mom all the time. So that's my memory of Zeller's. I hope they put the restaurant back in. The restaurant, as far as I remember, was pretty good. So I hope that that's included. You may have aged out of the milk and cookies, Brett. Can you ever age out? Santa hasn't. Look at Santa. He's old as heck. Yeah. Brett, aside from milk and cookies at Zeller's, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, airline routes are being cut. For our second story, dating is getting more expensive. And for our last story, Canada is caught in the middle on tanks. For our first story, Air Canada and WestJet have been cutting domestic flight routes in recent months, a move that one business group thinks is fishier than an in-flight meal. Brett, what routes are getting cut? So Air Canada will no longer offer service between Saskatchewan and Calgary, triggering an official complaint by the Greater Saskatoon Chamber of Commerce. The group has asked the Competition Bureau to determine if Air Canada and WestJet violated anti-competition laws by agreeing to divide and conquer Canada's air market. WestJet cut services in Quebec and the Maritimes last year, deprioritizing Eastern Canada in favor of the West, while Air Canada is shifting focus to its main hubs of Toronto, Vancouver, and Montreal. To be fair, Jay, it's in their name. WestJet. So it shouldn't be that much of a surprise. But look, both Air Canada and WestJet have denied accusations that they're in cahoots, with the airlines emphasizing their decisions were simply prudent business practices. And it matters because Canadians are uniquely vulnerable to the ebbs and flows of air travel due to vast distances, obviously, between major cities. Route changes can seriously disrupt travel and how much it costs. Problems exacerbated by the country's reliance, well, on just a handful of carriers. The cost of air transportation in Canada, which shot up, believe it or not, 40 1.5% in 2022 is projected to keep going up this year. I believe it. To zoom out, Brett, Canada's air travel industry is under fire after a chaotic, that's really putting it mildly, holiday season resulted in calls to strengthen passenger protection laws. Meanwhile, challenger budget airlines, which are supposed to drive down prices, are struggling to prove their reliability. For our second story, if it wasn't bad enough that the cost of dating, look at rising restaurant prices, has skyrocketed, now the cost of landing a date is also on its way up. Now, this doesn't really apply for either of us, Jay, but how expensive is it to be single in Canada these days? Well, match-owned dating app Hinge will roll out a subscription tier that'll set you back up to $60 a month, an increase from its current $35 per month plan, this according to Bloomberg. If you think that's bad, Match is also testing a $500 a month version of Tinder. 
Wow. I wonder what that gets you. But subscriptions will target, quote unquote, highly motivated daters who want to boost their exposure within the apps or receive better match recommendations. It's like the blue check mark. While Tinder out earns Hinge for now, the latter aimed more heavily toward relationships is comfortably seated atop Canadian download charts. You know, you probably just invest in your clothes or your skincare routine. That would be probably more effective than the $500 a month version of Tinder. But look, here's why it all matters, Jay. Dating apps are hardly the only businesses these days turning to premium subscriptions to increase revenues. But with users spending hundreds a month on an app, they better be finding their soulmates immediately, as one of our Pete colleagues put it. The bottom line is you can't put a price on finding your other half, but that doesn't mean companies like Match aren't going to try, Brett. So expect looking for love to get really, really pricey. For our third story, Russia is to be preparing for a major offensive in the war with Ukraine. Ukraine's top general, Valery Zelensky, wants 300 Western tanks and 300 vehicles to help fend it off. Here's what's driving the news. On top of sending 39 armored vehicles as previously promised to the front lines, Canada has agreed to send Ukraine another 200 armored personnel carriers. The vehicles will be supplied by Mississauga-based Rochelle through a $90 million contract. Now, the bigger, trickier question is whether Canada would agree to request for heavy your duty equipment tanks. NATO powers are divided over whether sending Ukraine tanks would be a step too far, mostly over worries that it would be seen as a provocation by Russia. The irony of being worried about a provocation by Russia. Berlin is caught in the middle since the German-made battle tanks in question aren't allowed to be re-exported without the original manufacturer's approval. Now, if Germany gives the green light, Ukraine could move to formally ask countries including Canada, Finland, and Poland for the equipment. British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has promised to provide Ukraine with 14 Challenger two tanks. Those are made in the UK, so the Brits can do what they want with them. Meanwhile, the US has flatly rejected the idea of sending tanks in favor of generous aid packages instead. And here's why this matters. New tanks could tip the balance in Ukraine's favor now that the war has reached a kind of stalemate. But if NATO can't agree on the issue, withholding tanks will put Canada out of step with certain allies while sending them would drag Canada deeper into a costly and dangerous war. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you, Brett. Have a great day, Peak Pals. When you give me shock waves.